Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rick Sincere. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. Spectacular! They don't want me to be killer. They figure I'll never be hot as a killer. Gorilla, when I'm in the booth of the feeling, you know what the deal is. Now get out your feelings, so this gonna be critical. Cut the umbilical, put me inside of a mind of a criminal. Meaning I'm moving in silence, subliminal. We get king up in the pool, familiar. I'm in a feeling, bro. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, man. I'm geeked and blessed, overjoyed to be joined today by our team um, member, not only just our team member, but a very special part of our team, Miss Venora Lewis. Um, she is a big and strong, legit New York Knicks fan, um, a Giants fan, and a respected sports reporter in the world of sports. I mean, doing stuff with all kinds of people, um, especially Ambush Sports, and she's been featured in a lot of different places and a lot of different podcasts, but we are blessed to call us call her her one of our very own Ms. Venora Lewis how you doing today ma'am I'm good thank you so much for having me on Rick awesome yo so okay let's talk um I want to hop into this playoff run for the New York Knicks I know it means a lot to you um but I want to know what this means for New York right what does this mean for Knicks fans so give me an understanding of what does this trip to the playoffs mean for the New York Knicks this trip to the playoff means that there's hope for Knicks fans. Knicks fans, pretty much overall, we are one of those fan bases that just we just go with the, ro- the flow. Typical New York behavior, just take the punches and keep on moving. But now it feels like there's definitely more light at the end of the tunnel. Um, hopefully with um, this team being seen the way they're being seen now, that there is a possibility of, you know, um, some more all-stars wanted to come play for us and play in the garden. I know the playing in New York's already a very stressful thing for um from different from a variety of different sports. So having um a team that was considered quote unquote the laughing stock become a playoff is a playoff contender and is in the playoffs, that definitely helps with that evolution. So hopefully more talent will come our way. I like that. I like the thought of more talent coming your way. Um let me let me ask this question. You you mentioned more talent coming your way, but what will New York need, right? Based on what you have right now, based on how things are going, and I think it's going very well, right? But what would the New York Knicks need to become a legit power in the NFC East? We definitely need um, some more shooters. Like right now, Derrick Rose is doing his thing, and he's making he's completely changed from who he once was to to this this Derrick Rose now. We need more of that. We need more leadership, and we need more people who have been in the spot of when all lights are on them because that's that has been our big hit up this playoffs. Our our team is young, and they are scared. And they now it's the first time being in the playoffs, and they don't they clearly don't know how to play now. So we need more people that have been here before that can definitely do with me because our defense is not the problem; it's our offense. We're too afraid to shoot the ball. So you said right now you're too afraid to shoot the ball. So you're at a place right now where you believe that you are about a few good shooters away from being a legit power in the East, but you feel like you you don't have, you feel like the current team as you constructed may not have the heart to take advantage of where they are right now. Um, is that an accurate statement? I'm not going to say they don't have the heart. They do have the heart. It's just when you first hit the 
limelight. It's like any type of performer or athlete, when all lights are on you, it's different. When it's, when you're just practicing or going through like the regular season, it's just um, like, it's like a, a nice flow. Everything's going well, everything's cool. But now it's like all eyes are on you. So I, I will equate it to like being a cheerleader. When you're cheering at games, it's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. This, you know, I, I already know how to do this, this and the third. But now you're heading towards the path to nationals. You are now being judged. Everybody's watching you. Everything's on you. So now it's a little bit more stressful for that person. So that's why I feel like it is right now for the Knicks. Like, it's like we had a great season that which no one expected us to have. So then when we already all overcame that obstacle, now it's like everybody's watching us. We're the 7 o'clock game. It's a 7.30 game. It's like all eyes are on you. And it's like, whoa, now we're really here. It's time to show up. So I feel like there's definitely um, the heart is there. It's just that now the nerves have kicked in. Mm, okay. So um, I know kind of where things are in the series right now. Um, but I believe that, you know, this is a great season for the Knicks, no matter what the outcome is um, of, of this particular playoff run. Um, I want to switch over a little bit, switch gears all the way to football, right? I want to talk about the New York Giants. I want to ask about um, how they're going to look next year. It looks like they they were coming, not looks like it, but it is true that they're coming off of a horrible season, right? Um, you know, but they get back some weapons, they um, and they play in the NFC East. And because of that, there's always hope, right? There was even hope towards the end of the season when everything was going bad, right? There seems to be some hope this year. Tell me how you believe the Giants will fare in the NFC East this year. I think based on the movements we made during the offseason um, and definitely increasing our offense, because our defense wasn't really all, it wasn't really the issue. It's mostly our offense. Our offense could not get up and running the way we needed to and continue to stay up and running. So um, adding some adding some receivers, helping out um, Daniel Jones, get trying to work on that offensive line, which has always been the Giants' weakness for God knows how long. That is the type of thing that's helping, that's going to make us look better and more of a contender next year. Um, because, like you said, being in the NFC East, it's um, it's just who is going to be less bad. That's how it just how it looks. Um, but I noticed that when teams from the NFC East do go to the um, playoffs. They do make a statement. So um, in their own ways, as we all know, the Giants went all the way to the Super Bowl and beat Tom Brady twice um, for the uh, Washington football team. They did not let up that foot on Tampa's neck until Tampa over put them and took out the game. So, and even with Philly, went all the way to beat um, Tom Brady again. So it's just like, and the Cowboys are the Cowboys history. So it's just like, I think it's, for my team specifically, for the Giants, I think um, the movie on the off um, off season will definitely dictate how things are going for the season. I think getting that um, strong wide receiver wide receiver cord was needed. That's what we need. Um, getting another tight end because we already know how Evan Ingram is moving. I don't know that they don't want to take him out, but having a more backup that can actually catch the ball helps. So it's just like I feel like this love positive vibes coming um this coming season tell me why i don't hear the giants in these julio jones talks um you know i just don't think julio will really mesh with new york the way we want him to i think if eli was there i think him and eli would mesh great but him and daniel jones i just don't see it working that way um, we thought that was going to work, um, you know, like the older receiver working with the younger quarterback. We thought it was going to work before, and it has shown no, it has not. So, um, 
I'm thinking Julio, because I'm also Julio is looking to win a chip. Right now the Giants are in rebuilding mode and there's a chance that we can rebuild and tap and do very well. But I think right now he's trying to definitely go after getting a championship. And that's why I don't think he's looking at New York. I don't think that's why New York's like, yeah, we're also, we don't want to pay for the old, it's not old receiver, but he's an older receiver. Yeah, right. Um, I've, I've heard today that, that most teams who should be going after him are uh, Julio Jones away from a championship. And, and like you said, um, the Giants aren't quite there. Um, that that makes a lot of sense. And when you talk about like older receivers, I'm thinking about Golden Tate, right? Um, mm-hmm. Losing him this offseason is one of the things um, that I know will come into play this year. But I don't know how much of an impact he made because he wasn't quite the Golden Tate that he was before. So um, talk to me about this. Um of the Giants players that were lost this season, of the p- losses from the roster, who is who will be missed the most? Honestly, to be frank, none of them will be missed because if you didn't, like, they weren't really an impact for the team. Like, like you said, like Golden Tate, I expected Golden Tate to play a certain way and to be to be the, that guy, and he was not that guy. And it was just, I believe, I believe the the Giants players that have been. Um, that we go all part ways from. I think it was the best for the team because we haven't seen much of a change, even with Cody Core. Like we didn't see him do enough that would make him, I would say, quote unquote, memorable for us on our team. I think um, the because like when I, even when I was doing my research and thinking about who really will be missed, it was hard to say because it's like yeah, they're they're part of the team, part of the quote unquote Giants family, but. It's more like they kind of weren't helpful when they were there. They didn't do, they didn't make a huge impact. So nobody's going to be missed. It. <laughs> yeah. Like even Kevin, um, what's I think his last name is Zaiter, the our right guard. Mm. Yeah. Like if you were helpful, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have Danny all jammed up. So I'm just going to say that it's just, I, now just thinking about it i just can't say anybody pops off the top of my head that i'm personally gonna miss awesome i feel that and and let's let's hop into um the other part of that or the other side of that right so of the players that you either get back or you drafted or you signed in free agency um Mm -hmm. which players will have the greatest impact this season in your opinion i'm really excited to see how kenny galladay does I was very excited when um, the Giants uh, announced that they they got him for a max four year deal. I was like, oh, this we need that we needed a receiver, and the, like just how he played. Um, I, I think this is a good fit. I feel I believe that he's also young enough that he's not you know something to really really worry about. <laughs> but how he played in Detroit was um. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he's decent. He was decent. Uh, 2020 year, you know, that wasn't um, ideal because just, you know, the 2020 was just a rough year for everybody involved. But I do have hope that he will be very impactful, especially with our wide receiver core, because we need someone to definitely, you know, take some of the pressure off Shep. And also, Evan Graham, because he, he will be playing, like somebody that, that um, Danny Dimes can have a go-to guy besides Laquan. So that's Laquan's getting healed and getting back into the rhythm of things. Um, I'm also excited about um, Adoree Jackson um, joining our team. I think he's going to be an amazing counterpart to James um, Bradham. 
Bradam? Bradam. Yeah, but it's like their last name. Is it Bradbury? Um, sorry, yes, sorry. James Bradbury, yes. I think he'll be a great ask, um, a great counterpart to him. So I feel like that's a, a huge pickup for us. Aaron Robertson, I think, also will be very helpful. I think our defense is going to be, to me, is going to be stronger. So I'm very, very excited about that because that, you know, we all know defense wins championships and they win games. So, like, um, I'm excited about that. So I, I see that going the right way. I do see our offense improving. So, um, Kenny Gall- um, Galladay, I'm waiting to see you hit that uh, field, man. Look, um, I, I love that. I want to say this. When the Giants have been at their best, they've played great defense, right? So I yes. love the fact that you point out, um, you know, that the defense is getting stronger. And with the stronger defense, that looks like, you know, that'll help the outlook of next season. My final question for you is about the rest of the NFC East, right? We've seen that multiple teams have made some improvements. The Cowboys get Dak back, right? Um, the Giants, um, <laughs> we... <laughs> So we know about the Giants already. We've been talking about them, but look at the Eagles. They're they're switching over to a new quarterback, right? And I don't want not the Redskins, the football team, right? The Washington football team. Um, they'll be they've made some improvements as well. Of those teams, which NFC team do you fear the most headed into next season? Um, I don't want to use the word fear because I don't fear any of these teams. Okay, but I would say the one I'm most concerned about is the Washington Football Club. Because they have, they already have an incredible defense, and they add some amazing weapons to their offense. So I'm really, I'm, I'm going. Those games are going to me. It'll be more exciting games to see. Dallas is still Dallas. Dak, um, yeah, I, I'm. Um, we already know how Dak plays. We already been there with Dak and his team. Um, the Eagles, honestly, the Eagles still have to get themselves together. I don't know what they're still doing in Philly right now. Um, I don't even know who their quarterback's going to be. So we're going to have to see how that goes. But I, I think my biggest concern right now is Washington. And then if I was going to rank it, I would say Washington, um, Dallas, then um, Philly. Awesome. Awesome. Venor, thank you so much. Uh, it's a big, big deal to have you here. We appreciate you so much. Uh, we thank you for your insight on the New York Knicks and the New York Giants. I'm looking forward to seeing both of those clubs um, in the next few years. I know right now in New York, it's not like championship season. It's more like trust the process season for both of those clubs. Um, but the tr- process is paying off a little bit for the Knicks. And, and I'm assuming the same thing for the Giants at some point. I agree. I definitely believe trust in the process here. And let these um, young men um, continue to grow and see what see where it comes from it. Absolutely. V, give them your handle. Give them your Twitter handle so people can follow you and know where you are. Okay. You guys can definitely follow me at Nora, N-O-R-A underscore Natish, N-A-T-I-S-H on Twitter and on Instagram. All right. Thank you, Venora. You're welcome. You have a great day, Ernest. All right, you too. And we'll be right back after this. Let me get them. For real. For real. I know what it is. Ringo for president. Ringo for president. Hey, hey, walk in the building. Put the slippers and they still on. Jamming different than my earphones. Took flight and I'm still gone. I ain't never coming back no more. We ain't never got a pack no more. Quarterback that sack no more. Sky high, but I stay low, low. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. I got a pack in the back with a hundred of me and my homies. We coming, we hunting. I'm really good down on, but really ain't starting. The man, I've been wild. It's such a little juvie. No Netflix, we make 
making movies. I know the plug, so I get the work cheap, like two dollar Tuesday. But ain't talking about work, work. Stuck on my page, you lurk, lurk. So you a thug, shoot not slug, but deep inside you hurt, hurt. I don't do drugs, I just do love. I heard you be popping them perks, perks. We not the same, I'm being myself. You killing yourself, you murk, murk. Hey, hop on a beat and I'm wild and styling, wetter than islands. Hey, hey, I probably caught me a plane from Spain and can't even drive it. Hey, hey, call up my brother and tell him I'm probably gonna need me a pilot. Hey, hey, don't care if they hitting on me, cause there's nothing that they can do about it. Hey, I'm not promoting no violence, but I keep it, I don't try to hide it. And I don't like telling these people my moves, I like keeping it private. Hey, I be dropping that knowledge. Hey, and I didn't go to college. Hey, they be making too much noise, we be moving in silence. Hey, hey, walk in the building, do the slippers and they still on, jamming different than my earphones. Took flight and I'm still gone. Ain't never coming back no more. We ain't never got a pack no more. Quarterback that sack no more. Sky high, but I stay low, low. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. I got a pack in the back with a hundred of me and my homies. We coming, we hunting. I'm really good down on, but really ain't starting. I mean, I've been wild since a little juvie. No Netflix, we making movies. I know the plug, so I get the work cheap, like two dollar Tuesday. I get it cheap with the numbers. I act like a geek. Trying to have it come in while I sleep. Trying to make me a meal like a meek. City up on a hill in the steep. Jesus said to be still get a piece. Cause that peace keep you safe in the east. You don't think you gon' be with the geese. When I hop on the beat, it's a feast. I leave the studio with food in my teeth. Spit the fire like torches. Care about white men and keep their face covered in sheets. Sheesh. I keep a class that I should correct in the teeth. Super king like I'm covered in bleach. Super sand like some feet on the beach. I can tell it's my season. All of my open doors come on the reefs. Oh, no, I'm not vegan, but I can't do your little song. Gotta watch what I eat. Oh, everyone dripping by a high is different. Cause I gotta watch what I leak. Oh, cause I change the world when I speak. Over office where I kick on my feet. Security clears to me. Walk in the building. Put the slippers and they still on. Jamming different in my earphones. Took flight and I'm still gone. I ain't never coming back no more. We ain't never got a pack no more. Quarterback that sack no more. Sky high, but I stay low, low. Turn it up, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. I got a pack in the back with a hundred of me and my homies. We coming, we hunting. I'm really good down on, but really ain't starting. I mean, I've been wild since a little juvie. No Netflix, we making movies. I know the plug, so I get the work cheap. Like $2 Tuesday. Jeez. Love ain't done yet, don't forget. It's boopy, period. Strikes official, taking off like a missile. Yeah, I'm validated, but it ain't by no people. Ain't no number two, what it look like a pencil. God drew on the plan, then gave me the stencil. Slide, you know I run with the pride. All of my homies some lines. All of them listen to God, never gonna be my demise, even with pressure replied, even with Concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent Set the record straight, put a permanent If the bridge built on lies, yeah, I'm burning it If you at peace with your cap, I'm disturbing it Yeah, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent Okay, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent Okay, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent Yeah, I'm permanent yeah, I'm permanent. Okay, nail to the ground, ten toes down. Never should keep it in 2K. Got it from the dust, but it ain't sweet. Never should keep it in Kool-Aid. Pick me out the spot of Mimic Martin. Know it got me planted in the garden. Started with my dogs, came out barking. Started fasting, came out starving. I keep going to the kids lit. If it was about me, I would have been quit. Misunderstood, I'm a misfit. Trying to dish healing, but the kids sick. Bite the bullet if you gon' bite it in the dark. In some moments, I get the light. Admit it be in the night when I get ignited. Say a pellet and fly like it's autopilot. Yes, talking about top knocks. Skip the squares, hopscotch. Been like this since baby stages. Got she got on Oshkosh. Pull up in a drop top, not a whip, that just made it the sun on me Walk the dirty, had the mud on me, now I wash clean, got the suds on me Concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent Set the record straight, put a permanent If the bridge built on lies, yeah, I'm burning it If you at peace with your cap, I'm disturbing it Yeah, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent 
Okay, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent. Okay, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent. Yeah, I'm permanent. Yeah, I'm permanent. Okay. If you sell yourself, you ain't gon' get no change back. If you play me in the whip, make sure that thing slap. Always been an open leader, so I can't cap. Soon as I drop my pen, Jesus put me on the map, you hear me? Concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent. Okay, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent. Okay, concrete on my name, yeah, I'm permanent. Yeah, I'm permanent. Yeah, I'm permanent. Okay. All right, y'all, we are back, man. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you. We got the voice with us here, man. We have so much fight stuff to talk about. It is ridiculous, y'all. We have a ton of fight stuff to get into, man. Um, And it's because there's a big event coming really soon, right? And because of that, we're going to talk to um, our fights experts, um, our fight expert, The Voice, and get his opinion on some of the biggest fights that are coming, um, you know, really, really soon to to your viewing, um, you know, your, your television. We'll see. And I don't even know if you're going to buy the pay-per-view, but I'm probably, if you're listening to this right now, you're most likely about to make that investment. Anyway, man, thank you so much for joining us. How you doing, Voice? Oh, man, fighting a good fight, and it is well. Awesome, man. Yo, let's hop straight straight in, man. Let's talk about Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Look, we already know Mayweather's given up about 40 pounds, 6 inches in height, right? 18 years of age, but he's going up against um, Logan Paul. We know that Logan Paul... It's not, you know, not a, a stout or established fighter, right? 0-1 right now. Um, let, let's let's get one thing first. Uh, get get one thing straight first. I want to talk about um, why did he choose to fight Logan Paul as opposed to fighting fighting Jake? You know, Jake is three and zero. Had a knockout with with Nate. Why is he choosing to fight Jake? I mean, why is he fighting Logan? Well, he has been saying recently. <clears throat> excuse me. He's been sharing recently with everyone why he's fighting at all. Said that it's a legalized bank robbery. So if they're going to legally allow me to steal money, then that's what I'm going to do. And the least threat would be with Logan because of the Paul brothers. Yeah, he's the he, he's the lesser boxer. Uh, he lost his boxing match, his only professional boxing match to KSI, who can't box. So it's it, it's just it, it makes dollars and it makes sense that he fight Logan Paul and make all this money for little or no work. Okay. Let's ask the question. I don't want to, but I need to ask it. Is there any shot, any chance that Logan can win this fight? Um, the only shot that he would have at winning the fight is if, like, somebody shot uh, Mayweather while he was throwing a punch and they didn't know that, like, because it just landed simultaneously, that he got shot as well. That That's about the only way that... Um, that Logan Paul should have a chance of winning this fight. I mean, now, of course, anything is possible, but when you are going against the greatest of his era, for sure, 
and one of the best of all time. And you can't box? Yeah, it's there there's uh there's no logical way that that I can see Logan Paul getting the victory. Now, Jake is the one who took his hat, right? Yes. So, is that a preview for a fight that maybe we'll see later on? I believe that's what he that's why he was doing it is that he was angling for a fight. We know that Jake recently got a contract with Showtime, which has been a long time pay-per-view partner with Mayweather. So uh, more than likely he was doing that as an angle for an upcoming fight. Okay. Now we did a few more fights on this card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this seems to be one of those like Mike Tyson, we're playing boxing cards, right? Um, at least some of it, right? <laughs> I mean, hey, look, y'all remember, you remember the Mike Tyson, um, Roy Jones card, right? It was like all these experimental fights, right? These guys. Yeah, it, it was a, it was an exhibition. This is yeah. an exhibition as well. I, I don't, I don't mind calling it, you know, uh, experimental fights, uh, play boxing, but either way, right? Um, well, the knockouts are real. At least we saw that last time, right? Mm. So, <laughs> so, um, let's, let's get into it. Chad Johnson is fighting on this card. Right mm-hmm. in a four round exhibition versus Brian Maxwell. Um, Brian Maxwell, who is 33 years old, right? Um, a mm-hmm. bare knuckle fighter, also MMA fights a little MMA, not not much, right? Um, but he'll be going up against a 43 year old Chad Johnson. What do you think? How do you think this match will turn out? Will it be a quality fight at all, right? And who's Brian Maxwell? Who? Who is Maxwell? Who? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before you mentioned him, did not know that such a man existed. Uh, have no, uh, you've got more information on this record than I do because I didn't know anything about him until, hmm, until you, you brought him up a moment or so ago. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to find some information on him and it's, it's, uh, it's not that easy to find. Uh, so, Mr. Maxwell, let's see. Let's go to one of the uh, tried and true You're a fool, methods <laughs> of, of research, boxrec.com. Hmm, don't see him there. Maybe it's Bradley. I don't know. Okay, well, you say he fought MMA. Uh, he's uh, done some MMA. So let's go to tapology.com and see what they have to say about a Mr. Maxwell. And sorry, no results. So yeah, I've, <laughs> I I can't give you. He's a anything. bare knuckle fighter. Can you find something there? No, I, there's no bare knuckle uh, <laughs> uh, registry. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I I literally can't give you anything on him because there's nothing out there outside of whatever they said. So uh, he, here's um, here's what we know. We know that he has fought. And he has fought in some sort of sanctioned fight in the past. Uh, does that mean he can fight? We don't know because there's a lot of people who fight in sanctioned fights that have no business being in sanctioned fights. Um, you know, can Chad fight? We don't know. We surely shall see. What this says to me more than anything, though, is that Chad. I really, really, really was afraid of that whooping 
that Pac-Man was gonna put on. Man, <laughs> he he did not want to have to live down that destruction at every function that he went to for the rest of his life. So that that's what it's saying to me. So you saying that <laughs> you saying that he found somebody to fight. But so they the found fight, somebody for him to fight, yes. But the fight we wanted to see was him versus Pac-Man. Yes. Wow. Wow. That's funny. Here's what Chad Johnson had to say. He said, man, my goal is to get out alive. I want my face still intact. I want my kids to still know it's me, but I want to entertain. I don't want to embarrass those who put time and energy into me. This is what he said in the interview with ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, people are buying tickets. They're showing up. I want them to leave saying, I doubt it, Ocho. But to see him get in the ring, knowing that someone tried to kill him, he put on one great show. That I'm paraphrasing at the end there. Um, okay, so that's what he wants people to say. When mm-hmm. when this is all said and done, right? Um, at the end of the day, what do you think you're gonna say? I I think I'm going to say that that happened. Well, that yeah, that happened. Um, I mean, if he floors dude in the first round, I was like, okay, that happened. You know, you you're not a professional boxer. This is not a professional fight. It's an exhibition against someone who literally has no name can't find anything on the man i just did it can't find anything on the man from the registries uh that most people go to when it comes to doing research regarding fighters tapology is like the the wikipedia of mma same thing for box wrecks when it comes to boxing and uh brad bradley yeah yeah that's funny, man. This, this reminds me of a lady who had an undefeated record in boxing recently. Uh, I forget who she boxed, but uh, it was found that um, most of her boxing matches took place in gentlemen's clubs, and most of the women that she knocked out were um, employed to do other things in the gentlemen's club and they just pulled them up uh, into the ring for the boxing match. So, yeah, that, that's what this reminds me of. That's hilarious. Yo, there is a real fight going on, right? Um, so the real fight is between Gene Pascal and Badu Jack, right? Well, um, actually, not, no, that's not happening. It's not happening. What's going on? Well, it was scheduled to happen. And then last week, uh, Jean Pascal... Uh, he failed not one, not two, but three drug tests. So yeah, he popped positive for three different banned substances. So uh, that fight, which was a rematch, I believe, uh, is not going to happen. Any word on what takes his place? No, because it, this just happened. Uh, and of course, they're, they're scrambling, trying to find someone for him. I'm sure they'll find someone if they... Uh, they found Brad Maxwell. I'm sure they'll find someone for Badu Jack to fight. But uh, yeah, that's uh, unfortunately not happening. Man, you are disgracing the name of Brian Maxwell, man. I I don't know why you why you're doing that to that man. Um, and he may make he may make history, you know, knocking out. He, Chad. he very well may. 
He, may uh, he not probably will. Uh, it may not be uh, the kind of history that he wants to make, but uh, yeah, he, he'll make history. He'll make history by being on this card. Absolutely. You wildin'. Yo, okay, let's talk about um, Jake Paul, um, Woodley. That's a fight that's coming up. Um, you know, right now, okay, so Jake Paul, 3-0. We talked about this earlier, right? He's 3-0. Mm-hmm. Great knockout against Nate, right? Um, Woodley, haven't been doing well in his last four fights in, 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 in MMA, right? Last four fights, no wins. He doesn't have a win since 2019, right? Um, and so he's been kind of, you know, a little bit off of his game for a while. But at one point, right, he was a name. Like, he was a name and, and a draw, okay? Yeah. So um, Jake Paul still has his name, right? And he's looking for somebody to fight, apparently. And, you know, Willie's here. How do you think at the end of the day this will go? I don't know how to go. Um, I know how it should go, but how things should happen and how things happen can be are two totally different things. Um, this will be Tyron's first boxing match. However, he's been training at Wild Card for over a decade now. So, um, to say that he has no boxing background at all would not be accurate. Um, ben Askren, who Jake Paul just knocked out, is like one of Tyron's best friends in the world. They wrestled together at the University of Missouri. He was there for the fight. Um, and, you know, that that's his dude. And you just knocked my dude out. He's going to make more money probably combined for this fight than he's ever made for all of his MMA fights. And it's going to be the highest profile fight that he's had. Oh, and by the way, he has the ability and the opportunity. He's got a lot of pressure on him because he's got the ability to save face for the hood. He can make up for what happened to Little Nate, little Nate, Nate. He can make up for what happened to his boy, uh, you know, just a, a, a moment ago. So he, he's got a lot of pressure on him regarding that. Again, should he? Yes, uh, because he hits super duper hard. Because this is his first boxing match, you just don't quite know how things are going to go. It's at 190 pounds. Tyron normally fights at 170 or at least that's what he weighs in at maybe at rehydration he's up that high um but looking at jake he probably cuts to make that one night so what is he gonna rehydrate i don't know uh tyron is listed at i want to say five nine uh i'm five nine and a half if you go on my instagram you'll see pictures of me and tyron you'll see that tyron's not five nine but uh height and power and things of that nature all, all that is relative uh, when it comes to, to fighting um, What if what we hope happens happens it'll be a glorious glorious night the issue is that Tyron has been a bit chinny in his decline uh, he got hurt versus uh, versus everyone that he fought Last, with the exception of Kamaru Usman. Now, I take that back. Usman caught him a little bit too. 
but the the others he was more visibly hurt and he got knocked down in his last fight and then submitted so we we know that jake can hit because he knocked out um uh um what's his name but again he tyron throws the hands that's what he's known for again has years and years of boxing training so if things go as they should it should be a glorious night he said that he's pumped up right he vows to break jake paul's jaw and on top of that he says look dear jake paul keep the cap i'm taking your head clean off your neck hashtag gotcha soul um yeah you you think that's a preview of what's gonna happen again if here's the thing that scares me most about this Tyron has been very tentative in his fights, which is one of the reasons why he's lost four in a row. Now, granted, he doesn't have to worry about being taken down. He doesn't have to worry about uh, gassing out, which are things that made him a bit more tentative as he fought. But then also part of that tentativeness has been looking for the perfect shot. If he stands in there and is looking the whole time, then he can get caught. So I'm hoping that he fights like he did in his last fight. Because the last fight, he threw caution to the wind. He came out there and he tried to, to, to murder the man. And he was almost successful in doing so. If he comes out that way, then again, it should be a glorious night. There should be uh, uh, beautiful memes galore. Uh, the the it'll be a a uh, uh, a hood celebration. All all the hoods will be you know celebrating. Everybody be uh, pulling out the 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 barbecue pits and and taking the day off. Uh, you know it, it yeah. So it it'll be a glorious glorious day uh, if things go the way that they should go. But if he loses, what? He loses. It's, it's a sad situation. It's great for the Paul business. It's great for all of this um, celebrity boxing stuff that's going on. It's great for Showtime. They just signed a deal with Jake Paul. So it's great for, for all of those people involved. But um, for those of us who love combat sports, it's going to be a sad day. That's facts. That's facts. Um, all right, man. Look, voice, we appreciate you joining, man. We appreciate you giving us your your insight. Um, we look forward to hearing more, man, about all this stuff, man. I can't wait to review um after the weekend. Hopefully, um, we're seeing, you know, what we expect to see, right? What I don't want to talk about next week is Floyd Mayweather taking his first loss. I don't want to talk about that. But I don't well, want to be talk his about- first loss, but it'll be his first in a while. It'll be his first loss on record. I'll say that, right? It'll be his first. It's loss. It's an exhibition. It won't. It won't be on record. I know it he, won't count, but it's gonna. It's gonna count for everybody else. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna count for us, and it's gonna count for him, right? And it's yeah. gonna put an end to all this. I'm coming back to fight somebody. I, I know I can. Beat oh, he's not coming back to fight anybody. The fact <laughs> that the last person he fought is getting ready to fight the best person in that weight class come uh august shows he's not coming back to fight yeah he's coming well he's coming back and playing right yeah 
And yeah, he, he's he coming back to to he gonna cut this out and, and stay worked out. He gonna cut this out if he gets knocked out, right? He's oh, gonna yeah. cut this out. Like this is this is gonna be the last we hear him if if this is the situation. Um, either way, Doc, we appreciate you, man. Thank you so much, man. Um, I can't wait to hop into the review of all of this stuff from the weekend, man. So we're looking forward to our Monday show. Hey, everybody, listen. I want y'all to go follow the voice. Voice, give them your um your your um yeah contact information on Twitter. My contact information across all social media platforms is the same. It's The Voice. T-H-A, V as in Victor, O, Y as in Yankee, Z as in Zulu, E, on everything. Awesome. All right, y'all. God bless, and we'll be right back after this. Yeah, yeah, God is good. God is good. Yeah, God is good. Chris Cass, got it so good with a band that could have been dead, man. That's facts. Gave my life no take backs. God on my side, I never let. Got it so good with a band that could have been dead, man. That's facts. Gave my life no take backs. God on my side, I never let. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yeah, out of my way, help me praise. Yeah, I'm so. Thankful for you You make so many ways I gotta give you glory I'm not ashamed I bless your name You been so good I can't contain it No, 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 no You supply all of my needs And I'm grateful that you keep me in perfect peace Never will I let a rock cry out for me You lose the chains, broke the bond and ain't bound no more You set me free, anybody know God is a good guy If you know that God's been a good guy Lift your hands since God's been a good guy Give praise cause God is a good guy God is so good with a band Could've been dead, man, that's right Gave my life, no take back God on my side, I never lie God is so good with a band Could've been dead, man, that's right Gave my life, no take back I wouldn't even be right where I'm at He pulled me out the trenches, I ain't going back Even 2020 couldn't even hold me back Hitting licks, blessing coming back to back, yo Stay shining like my name was Quavo Hunto Bought a house, yeah, yeah, I'ma brag on it Cause I couldn't have did it without God's name on it I'm feeling real good, I'm shouting his name I gotta give thanks, I'm giving him praise Ain't nobody finna shut me down Broke them chains and I'm no longer bound Oh yes, my God is a good God Can't nobody ever compromise me If you won't smoke, then you better come with it Got God on my side, we'll stay winning Will I let a rock cry out for me? You lose the chains, broke the bond and ain't bound no more. You set me free. Anybody know God is a good guy? If you know that God's been a good guy, lift your hands since God's been a good guy. Give praise cause God is a good guy. Got it so good with a band Could've been dead, man, that's right. Gave my life no take backs. God on my side, I never left. Got it so good with a band Could've been dead, man, that's right. Gave my life no take backs. Don't want no crown, no It's gonna weigh me down
It's gonna weigh me down. It's gonna weigh me. Yeah. I don't want no crown, no. It's gonna weigh me down. It's gonna weigh me down. Yeah, they tried to rush the album, I told them wait for it It's too complicated, homie, I'm brainstorming Umbrellas in the air, man, the ink's pouring A band of gorillas swing through the rainforest They told me keep posting pics to stay relevant I guess I'm a dress in the pink elephant White lines, blades on the glass, homie, they chase ghosts Night vision, I seen it all through them yellow tents Cross between the millennial and the OG the hunger's still burning in me, homie, I don't sleep Lost boys, breaking dawn when the sun's low Somebody's blood was already drawn, I ain't gotta grow teeth 30s to do 20, that's what they say to me I'm in my 40s, I'm proud and I'm aging gracefully Hip-hop, new for sure, was a global phenomenon What's up, Wolfers was banging while I was touring through ancient Greece Never tried to be on, it just happened for me What does it mean to be on? I hate that category Bright lights and tall buses, not even half the story That's why I feel bad for rappers that's chasing after glory Dad, I don't want no crown, no It's gonna weigh me down yeah. See, I grew up on cassette tapes I guess I'm just as good as everybody Except Drake Ten years under the microscope They spectate Expectations high That's how they gauge my success rate Boy, it's been a shift in the paradigm Yeah, this is not a sprint It's a marathon It's a shame How the thought of losing steam And your career can make an artist feel terrified That's why we need God involved Felt like New Year's Eve when I dropped the ball Keep the shot close, crop the pick if the crowd is small Cause I don't want my peers to think that any ground is lost Boy, that's why I walked off of social media Felt so good, that's when my focus started speeding up Not having that pressure on me, man, freed me up Cause I could get a million likes, but it's never gonna be enough Yeah, they just did a standing ovation for me But these days, I just wanna talk the creation story What's the difference between Gilgamesh and the real flood? People have such a hard time dealing with faded glory Dad. I don't want no crown, no It's gonna weigh me yeah. down Strong foundation, I can't deviate Derek Miner told me I'm the Kobe of CHH But if I'm watching everybody else God could be doing great things with me that I won't appreciate Boy, you run out of breath when you chase things That's why I'm keeping the main thing the main thing Cause if the focus ain't up and Jesus ain't first You will go into a depression when the fame leaves Boy, shh are you not entertained now? I promise to God this is not a game now Wale said if I don't get the fame that I'm looking for I'm gonna pull the trigger and blow my brains out Celebrity life is so glorified Pictures with entertainers high profile But if all of that really meant anything Then tell me why Robin Williams would hang himself from a doorknob Boy, for a reality show offers, I turned them down Cause to do major collapse, I turned them down not that I never do it, just don't wanna blur the lines with you. Nobody chasing ghosts, homie, I'm on the job. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the job. Nobody chasing crowns, boy, I'm on the job. I don't want no crown, no. It's gonna weigh me down. It's gonna weigh me down. It's gonna weigh me. I don't want no crown, no It's gonna weigh me down 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 Yeah It's gonna weigh me down, down, down Yeah
It's gonna weigh me down Yeah Sports fans It's your man The Voice MTV Sports Correspondent With this week's timeout. This is where we take a step back and assess the game of life Looking to God for strategies To bring us true success This week's thought In the moment Think of a pitcher throwing a no-hitter or a perfect game. A basketball player when they score 50, 60, 70 points in a game. A quarterback throwing for 400 yards. You'd say that these athletes were in the zone. They were focused on staying in the moment and making the most out of their situation. Now, this happens more than just in sports. You can be in the zone in the kitchen, in the office, doing household chores. The zone can happen wherever you're performing. What about when that same pitcher, that same baller, that same QB has a horrible game, like gives up four runs in the first inning or goes five out of 30 for their shots or has 123 yards in a game with four picks. Yeah, that's not nice. But guess what? They're also in a zone, just a zone that they want to leave. The way to stay in or leave a zone is the same. You have to focus on the moment. Either you're flowing into the next or you're resetting to see this as a brand new opportunity. Jonah was in a situation like this. He enjoyed the shade that a weed provided in one moment, being grateful for God's gift as it sprung up overnight to provide comfort from the Middle Eastern heat that he was exposed to. The next moment, he wanted to die because it was gone. We must live in the moment because this is all we have and we're not promised the next breath. This is why we pray, give us this day our daily bread. Tomorrow, we may not need bread and we don't know the kind of bread that we would need for the next day. So, How do you deal when things are going good? Thank God. Keep your eyes open to gain instruction and keep your hearts tender to see what it is that he's doing. In those trying times, remember what his word says about our troubles. Remember his promise to be with us and focus on his presence in the moment. Because guess what? He's there. This is how you obtain perfect peace, by keeping your mind stayed on him. Why? Because we trust in him. So live in the moment. Put your devices down from time to time. Look at somebody when you talk to them. Be present. Be with them. Learn from the past, but move forward. Don't get stuck there. Don't worry about tomorrow. It has enough worries for itself. If we see tomorrow, guess what? He promises new mercies for that day. So here's the play. Enjoy the gift of now. It's a moment that never has been and never will be again. It's your man, The Voice, MTNV Sports Correspondent, with this week's timeout. All right, time to get back in the game of life. Until next week, ready, break. Hey, yeah, 
Walking like Pinocchio, ain't no strings on me, yeah I just hit the lab and make a hit for my team, yeah God put a grace on me, I shouldn't even be, yeah Like a movie scene, but ain't no strings on me Walking like Pinocchio, ain't no strings on me, yeah I just hit the lab and make a hit for my team, yeah God put a grace on me, I shouldn't even be, yeah Like a movie scene, but ain't no strings on me, yeah Step on scene and catch a vibe you ain't seen, yeah Ain't controlled by the me I used to be, yeah I just pray with wifey and got fans in love with me, yeah I been selling albums over here and overseas Been around the world with this mic sowing seeds, ayy Living testimony, got the light on clean, ayy We gon' get it done and ain't no team I got, I got Michael V on the beat Okay, I walk in with a briefcase and a tie on I be so about my business, maybe that's why I'm so dangerous That bang with the rock, bang with the rock Came, got a game on the lot, came with a mop Aim with the flame in the body, any minute my whole platoon gon' shoot like Heavyweight, I'm only 5'9", no Painting on my journey, looking like it's from Picasso Wished upon a star and I think it came true, ayy Ask yourself if anything controlling you. Ay, 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 yeah, ay. Walking like Pinocchio, ain't no strings on me. Yeah. I just hit the lab and make a hit for my team. Yeah. God put a grace on me, I shouldn't even be. Yeah. Like a movie scene, but ain't no strings on me. Walking like Pinocchio, ain't no strings on me. Yeah. I just hit the lab and make a hit for my team. Yeah. God put a grace on me, I shouldn't even be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a movie scene, but ain't no okay, strings on me. No strings attached, three down, like I'm Bernie Mac. I just preach the word, black and white. I'm a clergyman, way ahead of the game I just be knowing where the phonies at Oh, they can't help me back, Well, they can't help me back Came in a stain like a young OG I scared rookies straight to the MVP I know a lot of rappers trying to envy me But I be handing LLs like I'm in too deep Okay, I'm back on my rapper lick Heard the calling like Kaepernick Yeah, you know I've been snapping since They've been napping and having it, ayy Rap VA, know that that's the real estate I'm my own boss, got the own real estate And a leg and who care about the industry? Lately, lately, I've been working on humility. Honestly, leaning on God and not my abilities. Be like suicide the way that I be killing me. Walking like Pinocchio, ain't no strings on me. Yeah. I just hit the lab and make a hit for my team. Yeah. God put a grace on me, I shouldn't even be. Yeah. Like a movie scene, but ain't no strings on me. Walking like Pinocchio, ain't no strings on me. Yeah. I just hit the lab and make a hit for my team. Yeah. God put a grace on me, I shouldn't even be. Yeah, like a movie scene, but ain't no strings on me. Mike LZ, no strings attached. When you talk to me, talk to me nice. You heard? Get away! We interrupt this regular scheduled program to bring you some breaking news from none other than Manscaped. Listen, right now, this important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your public service announcement and the news you've been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. This new trimmer was just released only moments ago and we are going to be one of the first to get our hands on it and share the news with you. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. It's 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MTMV at Manscaped.com. And you heard it right. That's worldwide shipping. So for our fans in India, for our fans in Germany, for our, our fans in Spain, for our fans all over the world, and I know you're out there and I 
I know you're listening. We did this for you. We want you to use the code MTMV and go to manscaped.com and get 20% off in free shipping. This new trimmer is awesome, y'all. And I want y'all to know all about it. And, and listen, when I say awesome, I mean, I know it's going to be awesome. We're about to get our hands on it. And I can't wait to tell you more about it once I get my hands on it. Listen, I'm hearing, um, first off, that it's definitely waterproof like always. Wireless charging is coming, y'all. Um, the look I'm hearing is so sleek as two-tone matte gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamped black chrome Manscaped logo. Man, I'm about to show that thing off loud and proud. I can't wait for you to get your hands on the thing. And here's how you do it. I need you to do this for me. Go to manscaped.com. That's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Put in the code MTMV and you're going to get 20% off and free shipping. Yes, that's 20% off of any purchase order. Don't matter how small it is or how big it is, y'all. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping if you use our code. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Gotta pick a side, try the V8 for the V12. When I switch with God, I got a bigger drive. I stay humble, kill the pride. I didn't die, but I feel alive. Don't get saved, confused with South, but you cross my T and I dot your eye. I already done what you done, already did what you did. Who would have thought all of this trauma I caused? God be using the kid, took all of my partners and gave him the God in the Romans. They 20 here work for the kid. No, I'm not perfect, I know he working, I know it's worth it. I'm on the field, feeling like MJ, MJ, MJ. I'm on the ball like I'm MJ. No, don't even know me, I've been saved, but the struggle got me going insane. I'm what I hate, I hate to see, cause I'm everything they wanna be. The greatness surely living me, a lot the game, I got the key. Lil' dude said, when I grow up, Joe, I wanna be like you. I said no, you can be bad at home, you just need to focus on the truth. They let me know, I'm on my job, I gotta grind, so that's my kill. I know they watch, so Lord, please make me less like me. Talk me like Joe, will I come out with first? Now I skin walk with a bear on my back, no time to waste. Gotta get up and go get it, all I know is the Attack, but I'm off that. I be hanging with the greatest. Can't contest and not debate it. The guy that I roll with was done way before the 80s. Talk to my pants, that ain't no Gleezy, that's in my Bible. Pocket rocket on me for the survival. I shoot straight like the scope on a rifle, no. Never let them catch me lacking. Pull that thing, got in traffic. Devil, devil tried to get me, almost had me. Till I hit them with the chapters. Till I hit them with the scriptures. Till I hit them with the verses. Isaiah chapter 25, verse 8, to hit them where it hurt. Death swallowed up in victory. Never let the toe get to me. They hated on my Jesus. So I can't out draw when they hate on me. Lil' dude said, when I grow up, Joe, I wanna be like you. I said, no, you can be bad at home. You just need to focus on the truth. They let me know. I'm on my job. I got it grind, so that's my cue. I know they watch so Lord, please make me less like me and more like you. Can't die, paid the way, took the charge. He ain't had to die that day. Ain't that great? Anybody got that faith to get love? When all they give him back is hate, man. You don't need 
ain't know how that feel to be that real. I'm talking about the pain you feel, huh? A hundred rounds in this clip right here. I'm strapped with Christ, boy, and I ain't been killed for. Too loud, can't have both, gotta choose one side. He the love one, I hate the other, but you better aim to please God. Let me teach you something. A friend to the world is an enemy towards God. And I'm down the road, catch four flats, we gon' flare flitz on the ride. All I do is brag on my guy. Bow me through the pain and the fire. Only hang with the same guys. Only had the same old desires. Never left me, nor forsaken me. Beat the devil, then he took the key so I can live forever. Have you turned to life and then he turned around and gave me joy and peace. I'm gone. I said, especially right, in this league. All right, y'all. Don't act back. like it's the same. All right, y'all. Come look, on look. back. Y'all, y'all know what it is. Man. Y'all know what it is. Whenever me and Will hook up, man, it's gonna be arguments. It's gonna be fights. But we're gonna talk all the time, man. And right now, we're arguing about something that has nothing to do with the topic that we're about to discuss. But you know, just so you know, um, he's telling me that Jordan's greatest player of all time, right? I'm telling him that LeBron, um, and Jordan. There is some com- level of comparison. And right now, you're probably judging me. But either way, all right, we're about to hop into talking about what's going on in the NFL because Mahomes came out and said that he's looking forward to a 20 and 0 season, right? Or he's at least striving for it. That's one of the goals or one of the records that he's thinking about. Um, I want to know this because here's what happened. Here's what happened just recently. Okay. So just recently the um, NFL network or NFL.com put out their power rankings. Okay. And in their power rankings, you have Tampa Bay at number one, the chiefs at two. I know we're going to talk about that. Right, Buffalo at three, um, the Ravens at five, and the Browns at six. I want to know from your perspective, Will, as our Chiefs correspondent. And by the way, y'all know we're talking to Will Smith, Chiefs correspondent for MTNV Sports, um, and the host of the Red and Bowl podcast that's going crazy right now on YouTube. So go check that out. Um, but I want to talk to you about this. Okay, of the of the teams in the AFC, who's the greatest threat to dethrone the AFC champion Chiefs this season? That's a great question, and it's kind of um, it's kind of hard. I mean, you can only pick those top teams in the those other top teams in the AFC. But in the playoffs last year, the, the Chiefs kind of showed that there's still a gap there, um, even with the Browns. Before Mahomes got hurt, they were winning 19-3. It was on the verge of being a huge blowout. And so the Browns were really uh, fortunate that Mahomes would out win the concussion. Then you had the Bills. The Chiefs dominated that game once again, and that was their second time playing the Bills, and they dominated them again through the air. And pretty much Mahomes looked great doing whatever he wanted to do. And that's even also with uh, the toe injury or the foot injury that he had. He was still balling. Um, So to ask you a question, as best I can, um, I'm going to say the Ravens are still a threat. Um possibly the bills um the the i'm gonna have to wait and see on the browns i mean we're gonna find out the first game of the season where the browns are they've made some additions but it still takes i think what separates the chiefs from every other team right like we have the best quarterback in the league but it's not only that coaching coaching which i think people underestimate plays a huge part in the success of a team um the chiefs have Great coaches on the offensive side of the ball in Andy Reid, great coordinator Eric Bieniemy, guys that really understand the game of football. Uh, Steve Spagnuolo on the defensive side of the ball, special teams Dave Tobe. So you have all these coaches, um, and that's continuity. Like they've kept the same coaching staff around, which 
plays a huge part in the, the development and growth of a team. And they know how to put their specific players in the situations to excel at what they do and win. And so, like, the Browns have a great roster. You know what I'm saying? They have a, they have a good quarterback in Baker Mayfield. He's not super great, but, I mean, he's a good quarterback. He can do things. He can get out of the pocket. He can throw the ball. He has a, you know, he's pretty accurate at times. Um, so, you imagine, like, if, if Andy Reid had that in his staff, the Browns would be a better team. And so, it, it, it also comes down to coaching. Because with, when you have a – of course, OBJ was injured last year, but when you have an OBJ, even when he was in there, they didn't seem – it seemed like they were trying to force things to OBJ. And uh, when he went out, it's, it seemed like that's when they kind of came more together as an offense. But you got to – if you knew how to utilize OBJ to his, you know, to his uh, to his skill set and, and like Andy Reid would have had him, you know, doing all kinds of things with the motion and everything. And so when you look at what they have and you have Kareem Hunt and you have a Nick Chubb, two of the top backs in the league, top 10. And so it comes down to coaching. But when you also have the best quarterback in the league that can, in the, in the Mahomes, that allows you to open up your playbook extensively. Like there's no play that's, oh, we can't touch that play because he's not able to do that. No, he can do every play in the playbook. Um, he can throw a touchdown from any part of the field. So as he's a, uh, and he's getting smarter. He's learning the game even better. Because you look at the first year Mahomes came into the league, or should I say his first year starting, um, the Chiefs had no business being where they were with that defense that they had. <laughs> they had a historically bad defense. And so um, it comes down to coaching. And so I, I believe the uh, the Ravens do have a, a good coaching staff. One thing the Ravens have had is a good GM um, as far as selecting players uh, on the defense side of the ball. I think where they're lacking probably maybe there are some limitations with uh, Lamar Jackson, though he's a very good quarterback, but he has some limitations when it comes to uh, probably thinking to throw first on the run versus running. And um, and making him kind of beat you with the pass, he still hasn't proven that he can consistently do that. And so, and then we look at uh, the Bills and Josh Allen. The Chiefs kind of, you know, defensively they put some pressure on him. And of course, with any quarterback, pressure is the key. We saw in the Super Bowl put pressure on Mahomes. But that was just a unprecedented kind of pressure. That wasn't normal pressure. That was <laughs> like when you got both your tackles out, you're, you're pretty much your whole starting line except for your center is is just the the Bucks defense had a field day. So, I mean, I, hopefully I answered your question. I talked a lot, but um, I say the Ravens and Bills, possibly the Titans. Um, and I think the interesting thing will be which AFC team. Um, is Julio Jones going to go to? I'd be surprised if I know the Seahawks were in play for Julio Jones. I'd be surprised if the Falcons were trading to another NFC team. Possibly they want to get him out of conference. And so um, they say the Chargers are supposed to be a threat. They say that every year. <laughs> of course, they have <laughs> every year they say that. And so Justin Herbert is a very good quarterback, but we'll see. This will be his sophomore year. So we'll see if he has that slump that everyone talks about. See if he progresses. Um, but yeah, I really don't, unless the 
if the Broncos were to swing Aaron Rodgers, that would be, you know, that would that would put the Chiefs and the Broncos, uh, that would put the Broncos up there as one of the top teams in the AFC, and it would be a good battle to see them two, Mahomes and Rodgers, go at it twice a year, and so that would be, you know, very competitive. You know, it could go one and one. So. I like I like the way, the angle you're taking here, right? Um, you mentioned the teams that are conventionally thought of, but also um, there's still some pieces out there that could really change the landscape of the mm-hmm. AFC. So yeah. I absolutely love the fact that you're coming from that angle, um, thinking about Julio, thinking about Aaron Rodgers, and how they could change the landscape. Um, and then not even thinking about Deshaun Watson and you know if he goes or stays, how that'll change the landscape as well. So I love that angle. Um, let me ask you this, okay? So on the other side, so from the AFC side, we understand one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But from the NFC side, um, I'm hearing something else, right? So from the NFC side, um, um, I'm hearing that the Tampa Bay Bucks are all back together, okay? So the Tampa Bay Bucks are all back together, and since they're back together, right, then they're ranked, if you look at it, they're at the very top of the um, of the power rankings. And, I mean, rightfully so, right? You're getting almost everybody back. They're ahead of the Chiefs. Are they, in your mind, the greatest threats from the NFC side? Or do you think that's going to come from another uh, another team? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, I would have to say you have to have the, the Bucks in there, though I, I'm not as high on the Bucks as a lot of people because, you know, we saw, we saw what happened the first time the Chiefs played them when they had their offensive line intact, when they had their left tackle and the and, – uh, the right tackle who was actually a backup, but he was playing a lot better at the right tackle position. And with the addition that the Chiefs have on the O-line now. Hmm. And so I don't, the books are there, but I'm not as high on them as everybody else. All right. Um, the books. And then um, also, Ooh, NFC. Well, look, I'm going to ask you this question. I'm going to reshape it a little bit um, because I want to act. I want to know this from your perspective. Okay. If you get to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you're playing against an NFC opponent, which one of these teams would make you concerned the most? And Aaron Rodgers led Green Bay team, a Los Angeles Rams team, a Seattle Seahawks team, or a San Francisco 49ers team or the Bucks. Out of those teams that you listed, we have to be uh, the Rams and then the Bucks. The Rams are going to be probably sneaky dangerous. They got a better quarterback in Matthew Stafford. Um, Jared Goff had that one good season where, but then he started to tail off towards the end, and we saw that in the Super Bowl where the offense kind of regressed for the Rams. Um, you got to look at the Rams' defense with um, Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and those pieces that they have over there, and then to add a Matthew Stafford, and then they have some weapons on offense also. So you got you to take the Rams and, you know, they have Sean, um, Sean McVeck. And so don't forget about those Rams. And then they got a good, you know, good running back back there to support um, as far as the running game uh, with uh, the Cam Akers and um, I forgot the other running back's name. But the Rams and the Bucks just because of their, they do have good defense. Um and then they have Tom Brady and Gronk and then the AB, you know, so they, so they brought guys back. Um, so you just got to see if they have that same hunger. We know Tom Brady, even though he wins, he still has that competitiveness and that hunger. I feel like we'll probably see, end up seeing a rematch uh, with the Bucks and the Chiefs. That, would, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, 
we saw that. But they better watch out for them Rams because, uh, you know. <laughs> nah, that's big facts. And the Rams have been mentioned in that Julio Jones situation as well, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that could change a whole lot of stuff on, on one end. Um, you got also um, the Seattle Seahawks. Right. So they could they could change some stuff as well. Right. Um, You know, depending because they've been mentioned in that trade as well. Right. So on the other end, we're looking at um, I have to talk about this goal of Patrick Mahomes. Okay, so he stated right now to, you know, have a goal of 20 and 0. Right. So is that a wise thing for him to come out and say, look, I, I my eye is focused on the 20 and 0 record. If I'm thinking about any records, right? It's not passing records, anything like that. It's a 20 and 0 record. And everybody else kind of ignored everything else that he said and just said, hey, Patrick Mahomes think he's going 20 and 0. Do you think it's a wise thing for him to come out and say that? Well, he didn't say he thinks they're going to go 20 and 0. He said he would like to. Like that's he said a goal for himself. They already won a Super Bowl. And I don't see anything wrong with what he said. Because what is he supposed to say? You know, uh, well, you know, hope we win enough games. You know, we're going to lose a couple here and there. I don't want to hear my quarterback saying he's going to lose. Do you want to hear your quarterback saying he might lose a game? Because that's already a losing mentality. Like, I don't have a, quarter- so- don't have a quarterback just yet. So I'll let <laughs> but- you know when I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying it's, it's, it's like he, I want him to have that mentality of I want to win every game. That's basically all he's saying. When we go out there, you line up to win the game. You don't go up there hoping you win the game. You line up. You want to beat the guy that's lined up across from you. So um, I don't have any problem with him saying that. It's not far-fetched considering that they actually went 16-2 and last year, including the playoffs. And with Mahomes, and they went 14-1 and for the games that he started. So they they really could have been unblemished, uh, save uh, the Raiders game where that was close and they ended up losing that game. And so it's not far-fetched for them to, when you think about it, it's like, dang, they really went 14-1 and one with Mahomes starting. Like, you know, so, hey, I love it. I love it. And we they already have a target on their back anyway. They had a target on their back last year. They got the best from every team last season. You saw the Chiefs had, we blew out some teams, but then we also had a few close games that probably shouldn't have been as close as close. But sometimes they would play down to kind of down to their the team that they're playing against. And like, you know, uh, we'll turn it on in a second or third quarter, you know. But <laughs> so they're, they're not afraid of the team of another team's best shot. When you have guys like the Honey Badger, the mentality of Mahomes, the mentality of a Frank Clark, the mentality of Chris Jones, those guys are going to back. It's kind of like, yeah, if we do it, if, it's basically if we do what we're supposed to do defensively, we should win the game with the quarterback that we have. And if you're the O-line, it's like, if we give our quarterback the time that he needs, an extra second or two, he can literally, we can literally have a touchdown on any play. You know what I'm saying? Our quarterback is that good. And so when you have that mentality and your quarterback has that mentality, that's what I want. I don't see nothing wrong with it. So I love it. Yo, okay, so talk to me about um, the... Talk to me about um, Mahomes in the MVP race, right? So he didn't win it last year, but with his offensive line and what's you know what's going on with the offensive line and what's going on with with every weapon that you all have been getting lately, I think that it may be uh, if the experts are right, it may be a runaway situation for the Chiefs. Period, right? But and that kind of culminates with it being a runaway situation for Mahomes. Who do you believe will possibly compete with Mahomes for for the MVP um, race this year? Um, I think it could be could be a Josh Allen. He could put up some numbers. It could be even Tom Brady because of his age. 
Um, when you look at his age, he's not supposed to be playing at this age that he is now in the NFL and doing what he's doing. If the if the if the Bucks, you know, come out the gates and start off hot, and um, if he puts up some numbers, but um, so I say, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, of course. Aaron Rodgers, if he goes to a team, especially if he goes to the Broncos, he could be in that that MVP talk again. Um, but you know, uh, Mahomes is always going to be in that MVP conversation. Um, it'll be interesting. And who else? Hmm. We have a non-quarterback. It's like we always have QBs. You know, what non-QB player could possibly be in the conversation is set for a breakout year, maybe. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> but typically, you know, it's going to be a, a quarterback. Maybe even um, um, Baker Mayfield could be in that conversation, you know, this season. We'll see. I like that. Um, and that's a good question, too, on your end. I, I don't know who can come in. I mean, because we never know, right? You never know until, like, maybe week three, week four, based on, you know, how people have been playing, who could possibly sneak in to that MVP rate uh, conversation. Um we thought immediately Mahomes because of what we know about Mahomes and what we know about that Chiefs team. And when he's playing at his best, oh my gosh, right? Like it it looks like MVP every time, right? So I immediately think, hey, um, he's in the MVP conversation even before the conversation starts. Um, For other people, I don't know. Christian McCaffrey, I can see him as comeback player of the year, right? But I don't know if he's going to be like that dude. Um, on the flip side of that, you, you got Elvin Kamara because he'd have to carry that team. Um, and not carry, but at least, you know, play a significant role. Um, and I'm even hearing about, you know, possibly Jameis Winston as being a um, MVP candidate, right? Um, but, I mean, that's far-fetched. That's super far-fetched. Anyway, all right, so so the last thing is I want to know Chiefs-wise, right, because you're our Chiefs correspondent. So let me know Chiefs-wise, who's the Chiefs besides Mahomes? Who's due for a breakout season? That guy who, man, you pull, you put some faith in him in fantasy, you're really gonna bank out, right? Or you just, or if you pay attention to the Chiefs, you're really gonna see something uh, when you check out this guy. I feel like Clyde will, um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, um, due to, oh my god, um, due to um, the offensive line that we have now. I think we're gonna have a nasty offensive line. If you look at earlier in the season, um, before. The Chiefs had majority of their line healthy. They were running the ball pretty well, especially behind Kalichi Osimile before he got hurt. That dude was a dog. <laughs> and now we've got potentially like three or four dogs on the line now that that love to that love to block, that love to play their position. Think about a Kyle Long if he comes back healthy on that right side, and so potentially like um, Clyde C E H. He could have that breakout season that we expected to have his first season. Though he he did well, but it wasn't as good as we all thought it would be. But I feel like he's going to be utilized more even in the passing game and that there are going to be more holes for him to go through. So, I love that. Yo, thank you so much, Will. We appreciate you, man. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to what the Chiefs do this year. I think it's going to be historic, right? I really wish, and I know a lot of NFL fans out there are like, dang, why are we talking about these Chiefs again? Hey, look, they're always in the news because they're one of the best teams in the NFL. It's just, it is what it is, man. And you kind of have to live with that at this point, even though you hate it like I do. Um, but, hey, a lot of teams envy the situation the Chiefs are in. They have a young, healthy, phenomenally talented quarterback 
They have a great offense. They have a ridiculously innovative coach, right? And they got weapons galore on the offensive side of the ball and they have weapons on the defense side of the ball. So you got an enviable spot. I'm love. I'm thankful that we have you on our team at this time, right? So you can give us all the updates on the Chiefs. So, hey, look, um, I want y'all to go ahead and follow um, follow Will and follow him on social media. Will, tell him um, your Twitter handle and how they can get in contact with you. Yeah, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Red and Bold. That's at R-E-D-A-N-D-B-O-L-D. Also check out um, our uh, our shows on YouTube, The Red and Bold Show with my co-host Joe Mobley. Um, that's on uh, MTMV Sports Podcast Network. Is that what it is? <laughs> I got to get out. Right. If you type in MTMV Sports or Red and Bold, MTMV Sports, you'll definitely come up. You'll see Red and Bold. But definitely follow us on Twitter. Uh, like our YouTube uh, show. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening and we appreciate you you guys, especially all you Chiefs fans out there. We know what it is, Chiefs Kingdom. Yeah, we ready to rock. All right, y'all. Um, and if that if you're not a Chiefs fan, that probably disgusted you a little bit, but it's okay. We'll be right back after this. Oh yeah. Whoa. I'm sick and tired of this Twitter love. On my timeline, then I'm letting off Baby, I'm bitter and envious Back on my mind, I ain't know that could be us I'd rather have it in real life, real time Than up on the timeline for life So I'll admit it and I can't lie I've been thinking what it feel like Feel like must be nice Digital computers up Social media up I just wanna be with you I don't wanna live for the timeline Let me know what's really how I feel when we talk, I get chills. It's a cold with the ice ice. Ay. It's so cold with the ice ice. I will fold in my right mind. Loneliness come alive in the night side. I gotta get off the timeline. Scrolling, tweet after tweet, post out of post, but I keep scrolling. Can't even scroll in peace. I gotta get tired of this with love. On my timeline, then I'm letting up. Back on my mind, I ain't know that could be us I'd rather have it in real life, real time Than up on the timeline for life I'll admit it and I can't lie uh-huh. I've been thinking what it feel like Feel like must be nice Girl, I saw you on my time, I had a double tap Thought I saw you in my eye, I had a double back I was duking all the shorties like a running back Trying to put her arms together like a double jack Baby, all I'm trying to get is a follow uh, Trying to figure out a way that I can see your face tomorrow Baby, ain't a destiny, these bitter pills are swallow uh, Honestly, I face the facts, my mouth is shaky like for Prato's uh, Till I saw you singing in that red skirt Ooh, Trying to speak after the step, but couldn't find no words yeah, yeah. Trying to find you a little later and I make things worse Your little friends cut me off like I like your verse uh, Scrolling, uh-huh. tweet after tweet, post after post But I keep scrolling Lord, keep me covered with the halo I don't want to move till you say so I just want to hear you clearly yeah, oh. Trying to be on fire Wait, whoa. Trying to be on fire, follow my 
messiah I gotta go and preach the word, change of my desire So when that red light hit, I gotta spit it how I get it So don't get mad, I ain't write it, I just deliver it No gibberish, spit facts, quote scripture In the beginning was the word, the word was with the most high They one and the same, he spoke, he took on flesh And what's his name? Jesus Yahashua Mashiach, wherever two or three touching the Greek That's where he at, you are the church the kingdom is within Repent, turn away, be born again Lord, keep me covered with the halo I don't wanna move to your say so I just wanna hear you clearly All right, y'all, welcome back, man. We got a few minutes. We got to talk to our college correspondent, our college football correspondent, Connie Westside, the best side, man. It's not a show without Westside. So we're going to talk to Westside about what's going on in college football. All the spring games are now over, right? We're, we're heading into the summer, and it's time for us to really get into this preview section for college football. I remember my, myself when I was younger, uh, all the time around June, I'd start buying my college football preview magazines, right, to get into that. Um, ESPN has released their rankings after the um, after the uh, spring games, right? They gave us their top 25. At number one is the Oklahoma Sooners. At number two is the Alabama Crimson Tide. At three, Georgia Bulldogs. At four, the Clemson Tigers. And then at five is the Ohio, Ohio State Buckeyes. But surprisingly, at six are the Iowa State Cyclones, which is like, wow, right? Um, how would they rank that high is, is a big question that a lot of people would have, right? But um, if we go beyond that, my question for you, Westside, is talk to me about this. I'm we're in the top uh, six right now. I just read up the top six. Let me give everybody um, seven, eight, nine, and ten really quick. At seven, Texas A&M Aggies. At eight, um, the Tar Heels, North Carolina. We know that's probably because of that quarterback. Right. Um, the Cincinnati Bearcats are at nine and then the Oregon Ducks are at 10. Some unlikely, um, you know, teams are in this top 10. Talk to me, Westside, about this top 10. Um, do you like the preseason ranking so far or do you believe that, you know, maybe they missed the mark a little bit with this one? They missed the mark only a little bit. Uh, I, uh, so, number one, it's hard to put Oklahoma at number one. Reason being, um, Although they have Spencer Rattler, one of the just one of the most oh my, talented and gifted quarterbacks in in the nation right now, I don't I don't foresee him being like you know going up against you know a bunch of SEC defenses they uh, week in and week in week in and week out. Um, Alabama Alabama's in this, this this stage of reloading, and you know when, when Alabama reloads, that means they're going to come back. It's going to be another you know. Hey man, we're gonna go ahead and make another run for a championship because that's all Alabama's been running for is championships, not just getting to a bowl game. So uh, it's it's so far it's the usual suspects. The team that I'm looking to regress is Clemson. This is why Clemson has lost a ton of talent on that on that team. Man, you lose you lose a guy in Trevor Lawrence. And not only that, you not only that you lose a guy in Trevor Lawrence, man, you you lose ETN, you lose, you know, you lose like half your backfield, man. Uh, and then you got a bunch of now you got a bunch of receivers that are unknown and unproven, man. You 
not only that, man, you lose Darren, uh, you lose uh, Darren, Darren uh, Kendrick uh, at, uh, at at defensive back. You lose him, and he's he's a top. He was a top talent, man. Now these are the guys. That, these are the key people that they got coming back. You know what I'm saying? They got Will Shipley. If you don't know who Will Shipley is, uh, he was the best little running. He was the best uh, white running back in South Carolina, and probably ten times better than uh, your boy uh, McCaffrey. Um, they try to compare the two, but I'm like, no, he doesn't have game like McCaffrey. He has game like uh, he's more of a like a. a, 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 a I want to say Mike Allscott, then, then, then you know McCaffrey, because McCaffrey has he has kind of sweet feet, you know. Uh, this Will Shipley guy, he he has power. He's gonna run through you. So I mean, I mean, and that's just Clemson. But I'm looking to regress because they got to get these guys to try to work together. Um, because you got a bunch of stars, you don't have a bunch of like team. You don't have team. And one thing about Alabama, they they know how to do is make those guys turn from stars to team. And um, uh, I haven't seen that with Clemson yet because when Clemson get their stars on, their stars need a while to to catch up, and then they become team. Um, also, man, and, and another thing, man, what I like about this top ten though is they did not put the usual suspect in there, and that's that's Notre Dame. Uh, no knock against Notre Dame, but they have no business being in the being with the Power Five. Here's why: because you might play Power Five teams, but when it comes down to getting to that playoff. Y'all never show up. Y'all never show up in the playoffs. Y'all didn't show up in the national championship era. Y'all did not show up in, in the BCS era. Y'all only showed up back in the day. Back when there was team, all, all, all that was on TV was Notre Dame. So all the good players was just going to Notre Dame. It's different now. Social media is out here. We got we got the top, we got the top. In and it, and, and it looks good. Now another team that I'm looking to 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 kind of regress, or you know, kind of you know, step take a little step back, is um, North Carolina. I know North Carolina got Sam Howell, but you know, Sam Howell is going to be as good as 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 his wide receivers are. You know, Sam Howell doesn't make wide receivers. He's as good as his wide receivers are. You could t- you you saw that in high school. You see that uh, early on in college, even in the All Star games when he played um, when he played in the uh, Army All-, All-, All American game. So, I mean, this is what you have. Yo, so I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at um, Spencer Rattler. You mentioned him right with the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at what's going on with North Carolina, Sam Howell, right? Um, do you see any guys as front runners for the Heisman? Are these two the guys who are front runners for the Heisman? Or is there somebody kind of missing from that conversation? Um, and, you know, I, I, we, we mentioned what's going on with Clemson, right? They lose their starting quarterback um, to an Achilles tear in the spring game. So we're going to see kind of what that looks like at the end of the day. Um, but, if, is there any front runners in your in your view for the Heisman Trophy? Um, is Spencer Rattler that guy right now? Sam Howell that guy? Who's that guy? Who's the front runner for the Heisman? Well, you forget that there's there's Ty Thompson, there's there's uh, there's uh, Evan Peters uh, of Cincinnati. Ty, he's he's at Oregon. Man, you forget that there's um, you, you forget that there's uh, 
another another uh another like outside of the quarterback piece when it comes down to like when it comes down to uh you know just athletes uh uh you looking at Buki Buki Riley House where he can he can make a he can make a, a splash you know as one of the top defenders that will come and you know probably make a push for the Heisman you know because he does play he does play special teams and he plays all, a little bit of offense so like you there's 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 other people that we you know you need to you need to uh, consider because you know even though those are the front row even though those two are the front row runners how is going to be how is going to be set back by his his team so it's just so realistically it's going to be it's going to be probably probably Alabama's uh starting quarterback um in uh what's the young man's name oh lord they got, they got Bryce, young. Bryce Young Bryce Young yes so Bryce Young Spencer Rattler Bookie well Bookie Rao House Evan Peters like you got those guys those guys are within within the rounds for me because um because I think I think some people gonna shock you and then we forget Florida State has who Mackenzie Milton now look I'm not I'm not throwing Florida State in this because you know I'm a Florida State fan clearly but when Mackenzie Milton came back on the scene it's like oh shoot he's guaranteed to start oh he might be you know he might be back into the Heisman running because he was in the Heisman running back when he was playing at UCF so now he's on a power five team now he has a he has better weapons than he had before that he can just throw the ball up there and it can go go in, go into place he has he's going to be looking at better competition that one they will be like oh shoot this guy's clearly he's clearly in the running now you know what I mean so don't forget Mackenzie Milton Yo, I, I gave some bad information earlier. So, with a backup quarterback for Clemson that got hurt in the spring game, DJ, um, I, I don't even want to say his last name. Like, uh, DJU. DJU, right? I wanted to go with DJU. DJU is actually fine, right? So, he's good. Um, so, their backup quarterback is the one who got hurt. Um, but, okay, so Spencer Rattlers, and, and this is according to Athlete Sports, right? Spencer Rattlers at the top. DJU is right after him. Um Bryce Hall, uh, running back from Ohio State, is after him. Sam Howe in fourth. Bryce Young, who you mentioned. But this is the one that I really want to talk to you about a little bit. It's number six, De'Ara King, right, um, for Miami. Bro, what should we expect from King this year? We got a glimpse of what he could look like, right? In your opinion, what you feel about King, bro? And, and keep it a buck with me. Keep it a buck. De'Ara King shocked a lot of people. And not only that, for for a team for going against a bunch of teams that didn't have a full workout program, you know what I mean? Um, it could either it could either work one way, one or two ways. Um, De'Aaron King can come out and be ten times better than what he was, or he could be exactly who he is, and all of a sudden just you know stink up the place and. I'm more so leaning on him stinking up the place. Here's the reason why. Derrick King, although he's he's the most talented quarterback Miami has seen in a while. In a while. And I'm talking about back to Vinny Testaverde and all them. Like in a while. So, so for them to have this guy right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, we can we can go all in, we can go all in. First off, 
is that knee better? Second, will that knee be strong enough to last throughout the season when y'all have that? Because their, their offensive line is still, their offensive line is somewhat like, like Florida State's. There's too many holes in the offensive line. So Derrick King got hit too many times. You know what I mean? So that's the reason why he got hurt because he got hit too many times. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, are the wide receivers are the wide receivers going to be the same? Because wide receivers, wide receivers, either they're going to step up or they're going to regress. Because here's the thing about the, uh, Miami wide receivers: Miami wide receivers, they don't they don't want to lean out and go get the ball. They don't want to use their bodies. They just want the ball to be there in place. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference between the dog mentality that you have at Bama, have at you had at Clemson, and you have at Georgia. Their receivers go get the ball. You know what I mean? So, so is the Eric King gonna be in the Heisman race? Oh no, 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 no! Wow, he's not gonna be Heisman in the race at all. He, I mean, he might get comeback player of the year, or you know, what I mean, something like that. But Heisman, no sir. Wow. Okay. All right. And I appreciate you keeping it a buck. I, and, I, and I started changing attitude when I asked you for that. Yo, so, okay, there's a, there's a situation going on at Auburn, right? TJ Finley, who was in LSU, just decided oh, yeah, to... Oh, he got a job. Huh? Yes, he has his job. Bo Nix is out. Bo Nix is out. Wait. He has the job. Pro-style offense coming in. Pro-style quarterback coming in. Bo Nix is not your quarterback. He's not your type of quarterback. Bo Nix will be transferred. He'll probably be transferred out uh, probably in the middle of this year or next year. I'm, gonna, I'm hearing both. Okay. Okay. So Bo Nix is, is out. They said Bo Nix was going to be the number one draft, the number one drafted um, player in the next NFL draft. So how do you go from that to Bo Nix is out? Uh-huh. 20-45. Uh-huh, 2045 all of this weight gon' make me stunt She wow. said I'm fly, I'm ready to jump I told her bye, she ready to fuss A piece of the pie is all that I want I got my seeds up in the trunk uh-huh. A different breed, I got spunk wow. I never seen a Richard Millie uh-huh. I bust a rhyme just to touch it uh-huh. I'm setting a vibe, admit it I'm dope You wanted to spy, come hop on the boat You coming or not, I'm throwing a rope yeah. I am E, I come from the yeah. goat The prince of peace, the P for please don't take my style again my style I'm again. back with the sauce again The slickers of all again Yeah, white teeth with the skinnies Fat boy out here trying to get it I was dodging, taking pictures Not a style come with it it take pride to be different. He just humbled me, man. Uh-huh. I came out the jungle and uh-huh. all my team is hungry. And I call plays, I'm a smooth operator. Hello? I put my cape down, I didn't say that I'm a saver. Uh-uh-uh. I'm dressed in black, look like I came up with the Raiders. Wow. Told her I was different, I didn't say that I'm the greatest. Just make the call, you need a smooth operator. Hello? You trying to ball, you need a smooth operator. I can make the waterfall, and this ain't tender loving care. No, it's not. Let's get it poppin', it's time for the percolator. Get it. I was never broke, man, I didn't pay cause she was basic Only love my queens who independent and don't chase it I been going dumb so my watch could get a facial I came out the corner but the wave is still a staple Never sold the cane but you can trust I was able Had to change my number cause the summer getting hateful Keep 
making her calls until we ballin' up in Staples I just do my thing cause I ain't really good with labels I call plays, I'm a smooth operator Hello? I put my cape down, I didn't say that I'm a saver uh-uh-uh. I'm just in battle like I came up with the Raiders wow. Told her I was different, I didn't say that I'm the greatest Just make the call, you need a smooth operator Hello? You trying to ball, you need a smooth operator I can Hello? make the waterfall and this ain't tender love and care No it's not Let's get it poppin', it's time for the percolator Get it pop Gotta do it colossal. I do not mess with imposters. No. Swear about the way like potholes. Whoa. I feel like Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Fly like a bird from Toronto. Oh. I make a way and they follow. Yeah. I got the force like Kylo. Uh huh. Yeah, we gotta do it colossal. Uh huh. Yeah, we gotta do it colossal. I feel like Nelly Furtado. Uh. Fly like a bird from Toronto. Uh huh. Yeah, we gotta do it colossal. Solid like fossils and all of my bars sound like I'm Aristotle yeah. My baby look like a model, even when she isn't all her apostle yeah. We did a million independent while all these labels playing spin the bottle yeah. I give my thanks to the Lord, I know without him I'm nothing, I'm not a They say, really, how do you make it? I told them, man, it ain't all about talent You gotta work every night like you Jimmy I'm talking Kimmel, I'm talking Fallon Then when you done, gotta take a little Sabbath Don't let the internet make you an addict I seen a good man turn into a savage but they know they can't have it I'm like, uh-huh Yeah, we gotta do it colossal I do not mess with imposters Swear about the way like potholes I feel like Nelly Furtado Fly like a bird from Toronto I make a way and they follow I got the force like Kylo Uh-huh Yeah, we gotta do it colossal Uh-huh Yeah, we gotta do it colossal I feel like Nelly Furtado, uh, felt like a bird from Toronto, uh, uh-huh, yeah, we gotta do a colossal Okay, 2010, I made history, I put the old me away for this ministry, yeah Then in 16, that boy sign went on tour, got my foot in the door, now they feeling me, yeah Now everything is colossal, I went from local to hot, so I gotta whip up the pot, foe, I'm a big dog, you a got though <laughs> Made my living with riddance I came up poor with poverty stricken Daddy was gone and took him for hustling Mama was strong to this day she forgive him Cousins was banging they out on the street And I can't even mention some things that I seen I swear I need therapy Maybe that's why I'm a Christian Cause only the Lord could have spared me Yeah, I gotta do it colossal Cover my face when I pose like a model Jump in that 6 when they hit the throttle Then that boy gone Off in the studio I feel like Pablo Whipping that strong I see the crowd and I see a mosh pit Look like home. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, we gotta do a colossal. We gotta do a colossal. Uh-huh. Yeah, we gotta do a colossal. Yeah. I feel like Nelly Furtado. Uh, felt like a bird from Toronto. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> yeah. do a colossal. Okay, y'all the agenda don't fit me. I'm Diddy trying to get biggie. Play with me, edit your face up on Photoshop. Had you on IG like 50. Who said I can't get a Bentley? Reverse shadow that that's the energy Cause a lot of them tell me to sell our possessions Take money from those in they ministry mm, I'm trying to do a colossal mm, So I'm trying to do it to colonize Discover they give them they publishing You did the work, I ain't still in the color My stupid like giving up land for a dollar sign 
New slaves to a dotted line And if Columbus can kill and get credit a holiday What I get giving them life, mom? Mm. Nothing Okay, I'm trying to do a colossal I don't mind doing the dirty work Figures so black, got them printed on charcoal They think on Twitter I'm hostile My loose cannons go straight through your poncho But lately I learned to forgive all my haters That try to wish close them out, so Dang, okay I gotta do a colossal, yeah Bonix is out because like Bonix he he does not know he don't know how to close yet. You know, they, they say that he's like he's like a top quarterback coming out, but that's what they do. I mean, and okay. Alright. Full disclosure, MTMV you know, by no means are calling anybody racist, but let's be honest, anytime you see somewhat of an athletic white quarterback that can throw the ball very well, all of a sudden they are the top quarterbacks they that's just that's just how that's how everything operates nowadays you know say so not even nowadays but just has how it has always been in in college football coming out of college football going to the pros you are he's tall enough he's six foot three i think he is six foot three he runs a four he runs like a four five four six not only that he throws the ball he throws the ball he got a rocket arm but the thing is he does not how to, he doesn't know how to, how to close or win games and there's there's quarterbacks that know how to win at will, at will. You know what I mean? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes could have been the guy when he was in college. Could have been the guy that won at will. But the thing that was holding him back was that defense, that 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 lack of defense that Texas Tech had, and Texas Tech always had a lack of defense. But you get you get him in the pros, and you get him somewhat of a defense. All of a sudden. He, he's throwing it to to top players, players that he that he couldn't imagine. Like if he was in the SEC, he would have dominated the SEC. But not I me. Mean, that's neither here or there. But like when you got when you have when you have the type of when you have the type of talent that you have at the helm, bro. Bo Nix Bo Nix couldn't close with the talent that he has. I mean, he has dudes that's running like four twos, bro. Four yeah, you're speed. right. And Swartz, he has Swartz. Anthony Swartz, who just left and went. Um, Swartz, Swartz was I think Swartz a, went to the Browns. Demon. So you're right, you're absolutely right. Speed demon. How, how do you not? How do you not win with a speed demon that has hands? Well, here's the thing. So here's what Jordan Palmer said. Okay, I'm gonna give you what it, his quote was. He mm-hmm. he definitely thinks that he'll be the number one overall pick in 2022 in the 2022 NFL draft. He thinks it'll be Bo Nix. Here's what he said. He said there are two things I look at: confidence and maturity. Before arm talent, before size, before any of that, Palmer said. Nick's is more confident and mature than most of the guys I've ever been around. What and Jordan about, Palmer have been working with him Mike for the last two years. What do they say about Mac Jones? Confidence, blah blah blah. What do they say? You know, he, he, he Mac Jones went the first round with the with the fifteen pick, and he was supposed to go at three. But this, look, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue Trevor Lawrence. It's hard to argue Trevor Lawrence. You know what I mean? But when you look at like a guy named you look at Zach Wilson, oh confidence, blah blah blah. You know what else they said about confidence and all that? They said that junk about uh you know what I'm saying, like coming out say it was the Sam Donald? Sam Donald. And and he has so much he has confidence. He has he has just enough athleticism. He's the guy that's gonna take the Jets over the over the hump. He is the guy. The guy comes in and then he does stuff. They didn't say this about Brady. You know what Brady had? You know what Brady is now? He's the GOAT. 
He's the GOAT. So we need to stop looking at what, what we need to start looking at eye test and we need to start looking at production. Production says, you know, oh, this guy's not gonna win you games. Just like Sam Howe. Uh, Sam Howe. Oh, Sam Howe, if he doesn't have elite receivers, he's not gonna win you games. Just like uh just like uh just like Spencer Rattler. Oh, Spencer Rattler, he's he's gonna win at will. You know what I mean? These guys are gonna win at will. Derek King or Derek King, he's not going he's not he, his game is not is not quarterback. His game is being an athlete. You know what I mean? That's just that's his game. You know what I'm saying? He's the most athletic guy on the field. You know what I mean? So we need to look at we really need to look at stuff like that. Thank you, West Side. We appreciate you, man. Man, with college football, there's so much to talk about. And I, I can't actually believe that some of the teams that are in the um you know in the top ten right now are in the top ten. I don't know what Cincinnati's gonna bring to the table. I'm I'm unsure about that. I really I really don't. I really don't know what Cincinnati's gonna bring to the table. I have seen TJ Finley and I believe he is a phenomenally talented quarterback. The only problem with TJ Finley, in my view, because this is what we, we were talking about before, the only problem is he had full control of that LSU roster. He was actually the he when um when their starting quarterback went down, he was the next guy up, and he had full control in that situation in the SEC, and he did not close that out. He loses out to Max Johnson. He, he loses that well still right and i'm talking about right now he loses out to max johnson he loses out to you know to to the quarterbacks that they have there and if he was really that talented and i thought i know he is talented i mean let me take that back i know i know he is ridiculously talented i hate the fact that he lost out to those guys and if he lost out to them right i don't know if he comes into bo nix's world basically and steals his job from him i don't know that um i'm looking forward to seeing how that works out did not know how to run his dog on offense. He did not know how to run his team. The thing is, we have to look. We have to look at the facts. Joe Brady was was a key piece to to having. He had Joe Brady had. Yeah, but had, TJ lost uh, that Joe job Brody just now. Him. He had Chase. He had Je- uh, Jefferson. He had all these guys at the end, bro. Wait, you TJ. I mean? TJ just lost that job just now, right? Like he just lost his job under this new regime. Uh, so he didn't lose it before he lost it just now in spring. Saying man, when you when you just gotta look at you gotta look at everything that that that, that happened. You know what I'm saying? Your team is only be your team is gonna be as good as you know what your coach what your coaching staff and the culture is there. And right now the culture the culture that LSU had was like we wanted to win now. And they had all the pieces to win now. They did everything in their power to make sure they won now. Um, sort of like what's going on in right, let's let's keep it a buck. Sort of like what's going on with LA with, with the Lakers. Sort of like what's going on right now with um with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay said, "Hey, we want to continue winning, so we're gonna sign all these guys back, and we're gonna try to get gonna make a run for the second one." You know what I'm saying? You're gonna you're gonna sell your soul <laughs> for a winning season. You know what I mean? So you don't instead of trying to build and keep the program stagnant you know say your program or your organization stagnant and that's what that's what LSU did and that's why Finley is going to go to 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 this new situation with a new regime in uh, uh at um at Auburn which Auburn 
the regime at Auburn, it's ridiculous, man. And even though they're not proven, they're ridiculous, man. And and to, and to see what a pro style offense and a pro style quarterback is going to do, it's going to it's it's just going to be bonkers, man. You know what I'm saying? All that little speed stuff and all that other stuff. They're like, you know what? We're gonna keep. We're gonna get back to basics. And that basic, the getting back to basics is probably gonna uh, get Auburn to where they want to be, competing against Alabama again. You know what I mean? So. All right, yo. Thank you, Westside. Tell them where they can reach you at on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Connie Westside underscore best on Instagram. Um. Uh, make sure you check me out. Also, I put up uh, put up a little flyer, man. Make sure you check out Westside Collection, man. I will be doing jobs for people, man. Uh, just so we can help the so so we can help my team, my voice, man. I want to make sure that our brand is uh, is 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 number one, man. Because um, what we do right now, we we offer a lot, and you know we can come out to your school, we can come out to your to your event, man. We we will be flexible for you. Uh, just hit us up, man. You know, I got I got the information on the flyer. Make sure you just check it out. Again, that's Connie Westside underscore best. Um, and real quick, uh, and I don't mean to I don't mean to take over your show, but real quick, uh, I want to I want to say this. Um, I watched I Am Athlete, and um, and they talked about HBCUs on the show. And they, uh, one of the athletes, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, what was the light-skinned guy named, I think it's Zach something, I don't know. Anyway, um, he was saying that, you know, a black college can't offer a, a, a black child what a white college like the University of Florida can offer. And, um, you know, I and I want to say this. HBCUs have been growing in the past years, man. Like, 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 I've seen, I've seen the additions that FAMU has brought on to their, uh, to to their stadiums, to their lunchrooms, to everything that they have. Everything's more secluded now. At FAMU, they have bigger dorms. They have better dorms. You know, what I mean, there's some things that are that is at FAMU right now that that looks that, that looks better than what Florida State has. So. Uh, for you to say that, I want to say this: the thing that a black college education can uh, give to a young black man, it, it's it's far greater than what any of the white schools can. Now, I've said this before: yes, black black schools are at risk of you know people robbing and all the other stuff. But just like my my counterparts tell me, who's not? You know what I mean? Make sure you make sure we get these young black men to realize, like, look, these colleges were made specifically for you and for people. There's there's like minded people there that will understand you. And when these when the money comes in and you be that change, that's when you can change this narrative back to where the black colleges are at. So make sure you check out the, your local HBCUs. Shout out to Gremlin State. Shout out to Jackson State. Shout out to Howard. Shout out to all the HBCUs. Bethune, Cutman, fam, you, you know where we at, gang, gang. Yo, there, there was a time in this nation where we could not attend um, those majority schools. And there was a time in this nation, and whether people want to hear about this or not, it's true, 
It was a time in this nation where people who looked like me and who looked like Connie Westside and who looked like Will Smith, right, and who looked like the rest of the people who you listen to on the show could not attend those colleges, right? Um, and, I mean, you've seen this played out in multiple movies. If you weren't here, you've at least seen or understood this. So during those times, those historically black universities, those what we think about now as historically black universities, those universities opened up their doors for people like me and who look like me to receive a quality education, right? A quality, um, you know, post high school graduation, right? And they've been around forever, right? They've been around for a while because they were needed at one point, right? And even though they, they're no longer as needed for that particular thing, right? They're still needed um, for a place where we can comfortably go, right um comfortably go and not worry about or think about all the other things that kind of go into play or go into um you know being at a majority school because still i don't know if people know it or not right because they are a majority school and and mostly when black people come in they are the minority there can be a level of uncomfortableness that happens at majority schools that's true right so because of that sometimes you know um you know people like me we do better or prefer a school where you don't have to worry about those things, right? Um, because you don't have to think about, you know, how I'm going to blend in here. Where do I get my hair cut, right? All that kind of stuff. You don't have to think about all that stuff, man. Um, you know, it, it's a different environment. And I'm not going to lie. I am a product of HBCUs. He mentioned Grandma State University. I'm a product of Grandma State University. I'm not going to outright tell you right now that, um, that HBCUs are better than majority universities. I can't say that, right? That's not true. Um, that's not always the case. But they were better for me. They were better for me, and they helped me to be the person that I am. And so I will say at the end of the day, um, you know, thank God for schools that were there when we couldn't go to everybody's school. And now that we can go to everybody's school, thank God that they're still here right and still serving people who look like me so thank you Westside, for bringing it up man we love you bro we appreciate you, bro. you all right god bless you it's been an awesome show today we went it's a little bit of a different format we highlighted almost every one of our correspondents man um you got a chance to hear from everybody talk to everybody and so it was cool uh, the all-star team it was the all-star day <laughs> Yeah, man. I felt like it was the All Star podcast, bro. I was just like, "Yo, this is kind of okay." You know, I was coming at different times. Okay, you like your bro for to have the whole entire crew today. It's the whole squad, man. We couldn't, we didn't all meet up at one time like we like we normally do, right? But you yeah. got a chance to hear from everybody individually um, to understand what their flavors like and, and who they are. And I bet by the end of the show, you're like, "Oh, I like Connie Westside better than I like Will, or I like Will better than I like Connie." Right? Um, either way. Um, maybe you got a new favorite. Cool, right? <laughs> Either way. I just let you know, I'm always the best side. <laughs> Either way, we love you, man, and we appreciate y'all for joining us today. You have a phenomenal day. God bless you. We out. Peace.
with them hate, I sit back and laugh. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the bag. Yeah. You give, you receive, you get what you ask. Amen. Spit up on the We don't got time to waste. We gotta find a space. Don't just talk it, we be about it. We go straight for the bush, we don't beat around it. Remember back in the days we was on the map. We kept killing the game, now look where we at. We got the vote, see people president, you got the crew. We got the medicine, we take your flight. I'm on the jet again, we make the light. New time is citizen. Uh. Everybody wanna spend the time in the limelight. I just wanna take a little time, get my mind right. Then I can get up on the ground with the grind mic. Break the yeah, yeah, I have to pray like amen. Yelling out, amen.